Welcome to the Fix Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Weaver. I'll be covering today making your Facebook ads effective. And to do that, I decided I'll show you some restaurant ads and what's working and what's not working and walk you through it. And I hope, as always on this podcast, that you start looking at marketing just like an investment. There is risk involved, but you are mitigating it by measuring success and improving your returns over time when you have a winning strategy. This is a special episode, so you can follow along if you'd like on YouTube, but I will also try to just describe what I'm looking at and what I'm talking about for those just listening to the podcast. So let's look at it from the customer's perspective. Say I'm a restaurant and I serve tacos and burritos. Now, what could people be searching on Google or what could they be doing on Facebook? And how do I get them to walk away from that or come over to my offer, sometimes on my website, sometimes directly on Facebook, sometimes through uh, another tool if I don't want to invest completely in a website, uh, and then do an offer. Now, in the Fixed Marketing book, I do cover several other ways that you can track success, but it seems for restaurants, they love to use offers. Customers love to get offers, and they're willing to trade uh, for that offer their contact information, their name, phone number, uh, and email, right? So if you were able to see this little whiteboard that I drew up, you would see that there are several things people are searching. They might be searching tacos, burritos. They might just be searching food or for a restaurant. They may even be searching catering, which uh, apparently is really important to most restaurants. They love to get those catering deals. They make a lot of money. And then there's some things behind the scenes that you may not know when they're searching that. They might be searching from a different locale, location. Uh, you know, They might be in the north part of town, south part of town. They might be in a totally different town because they're gonna drive to that town. So the results they see are gonna be different based on their location. Uh, they might be wanting to do something after they get these results. They might want delivery or they might want to order ahead and pick up. They might just want directions to your location. Uh, I do that all the time when I'm meeting people for business purposes. Uh, they might want to read the menu and pre-decide kind of based on that. Do they have my favorite you know, type of burrito or style, right? Uh, they might want to look at the photos and see, is this appetizing? They might want to look at the reviews, look at the overall star rating and quantity of reviews compare by reading several reviews. They may not because this is a, a low barrier to entry. They might just look at that overall like, oh, okay, yeah, it's a 4.2. Great. There's 100, 300 people leaving reviews. I know I'm not going to get cheated. They may even want to call ahead or they might have a question. They want to chat to you, right? Those are all things kind of a little more behind the scenes that affect that search. This is why I love Google so much because Google will share what words people are searching and we're able to derive a lot from that, like what experience they actually want to see, what they want to have, right? So you got to keep all that in mind. And, you know, based on those different searches, you'd probably want to serve different pages or different results, obviously. Catering, you know, the offer might not make as much sense unless you have some prepackaged catering offers already created, which probably would be a great idea, right? Here's here's package one, here's package two, here's package three, and here's the breakdown price per person. I can imagine people would want to see that, right? So what do they actually see when they type those things in, like taco or tacos, right? 
well, on the very top, there might be an ad. And then, uh, or several, right? Especially in bigger markets. And then, um, and depending on where they're located, they might see different ads and or they might see different maps, which is right underneath the ads. And sometimes an ad is right there at the top of that. And sometimes if you click the more button after you see the three results, you see an ad. Google's always going to keep playing around with that. They're always making more room for ad space, especially on a mobile device. Ads are going to eat up quite a bit of that space for people, the first few results. So definitely don't count it out if you're trying to get people. And uh, obviously if you sell tacos, you know, that's probably a perfect fit. But if you're going after broader uh, terms like food or restaurant, it may not always be a perfect fit, or you may want to go after those people on a on a more narrow basis. You might want to have a different campaign, right? It's very important to note that when you're looking at said, you know, map results, that obviously where the person's located is really important, but the reviews and overall data about your location, you know, cross-reference between multiple directories are what move the needle there. Do you have higher or better reviews? Are the people saying that you sell the best burritos or tacos uh, in the reviews? You know, reviews, 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 and location of the searcher are going to be highly changed that map result, right? And then underneath that, that's where I have started calling it the review sites area. We used to call that the, you know, and most marketers still do, I guess, organic search results, you know, going for free clicks. But those are really getting eaten up by those multiple review sites because, you know, the Yelps and TripAdvisors really can serve multiple options. They also have more reviews for people to read and they're becoming favorites. So you're seeing less and less of those individual store locations, websites uh, underneath it, but it's still possible potentially to show there. You just most likely will never outrank a Yelp or TripAdvisor for a generic search like tacos, right? It's not going to happen. And then uh, if we look over at Facebook, you're just going around, you're either chatting with your buddies or you're just reading the results or playing a game or whatever. And Facebook has made a ton of ad spots that can show right in the middle of everything and kind of mixes it all together. Okay. So either way, if they click on any of those, they've got to go somewhere. And so if they go on your website or if they're still in Facebook, Facebook, for instance, has lead ads where you can actually give them that name, email, phone uh, kind of form right there in Facebook. They can fill that out and then you can immediately present the offer. All right. And so, and the offers that are working in the, the restaurant industry are the offers that uh, are like buy one, get one. And, you know, typically something that's worth more than $5. So don't do a buy one, get one taco per se. That might not be willing to give their name, email, and phone number for that at the same rate as buy one, get one burrito. Hey, burritos are four or five bucks. I'm going to buy one and get one. That's amazing deal. I'll give you my information. And the reason that's so important is you're taking that person from that expensive place like Facebook or Google to show up. And now you're taking them to like your private list. So I can text you, I can email you, and it's significantly cheaper. Let's say, you know, you have an amazing marketer and somehow they're able to get it down to like five cents per action, right? You have that amazing offer, you have a good marketer. 
it's five cents, right? But if you want to get a, that person back in the store again uh, through Facebook or, or Google, you got to hope they search those things again, or you got to serve them an ad and it's often more than five cents, right? Maybe even be $5 per action or $10 per action. It gets really expensive, especially the bigger the market, right? But if they're on your list, the most you should be paying for text message marketing per person that you're reaching at a time is two cents, all right? Two cents to reach them again. So it's definitely worth it to get them on your list. And then for email, it should be way less than one cent. One cent tops to reach them, okay? So, you know, whatever you want to break that down into a list of 5,000 or, or 100 or whatever, it it comes out to, you know, you can get huge bang for your $20 buck, right? Or your $10 buck, way more than you're going to get by just posting an ad. So you want to take them off. And then, of course, you're always going to want a dashboard, some sort of way to measure success. And any point of sale that tracks offers is going to help you do that a lot easier, right? And so if you can at least know how many people came in and cashed in the offer and then their total ticket dollar amount, then that's going to help you make some really good uh, decisions, right? You're going to be able to see, like in this example I drew up here, basically, you spent $400 uh, on Facebook ads. Maybe you tried three, four different ad types. You did the buy one, get one burrito. You did the giveaway of a $50 gift card to your place. You did a, a buy, buy one um, Southwest Bowl. Get another Southwest Bowl when you buy two drinks. Uh, or you did buy two tacos, get one free. You, you tried you know, three to four different things. You spent that $400. What did you get? Well, you run your numbers in your point of sale and you realize $2,000 in sales came in. There were 222 buyers that cashed in on that offer. You take the 2000 divided by the 222, you get $9 average ticket value or order value. And then um, you go look in your subscription tool or form or Facebook and you find 444 people subscribed. You added that many people to your subscription list and bada boom, bada bing, only 50% of them actually came in and bought. But now you have that many more people that have expressed interest that could come back again. How neat is that? So now let's get into the more nitty gritty. Okay, so when I prescribe for businesses, you know, I use the the one page marketing plan uh, framework that's inside the fixed marketing book. Okay, so we've got you know reviews. We need to have a strategy, buying leads, paid search, website, social media, free search, offline things, right? And then we always have to work on our brand identity to make it look awesome and have a good dashboard, which I you know, briefly talked about, right? So we may not have necessarily time to go through all of that in this. We're talking mostly about Facebook. And the reason we go with Facebook, you can do lots of searching out there. It's the basically number one social media platform. It's all, especially when you tie in Instagram other than YouTube, right? And so I do recommend YouTube at times. And there are some great new ad types that you can try that don't necessarily force you to create a video. Um, but the best performance you're going to get is going to be through video, right? So we're not talking about that. We're going with stuff that's easier. And most business owners that are restaurant owners have tried doing some sort of Facebook ad, right? So I have created this other whiteboard sketch and it's just that idea of spending $400, trying three to four different ad types, right? 
and getting the return that we just talked about, right? But also, you know, maybe just taking the extra little bit of time to create a review tent, something you could put on every table uh, at your restaurant that they can easily scan and that they can leave you a review or have a card or do both, right? Because you have a drive-through. Most restaurants have a drive-through or delivery. You can do it on a business card. You can print out a little small piece of paper. You could have, you know, uh, 30, 31, 28, depending on the month, right? Uh, cards, and you could have a little piece of paper in between your whole list of business cards. And your goal is to hand out all of those cards to new uh, restaurant people that have come in or, or people that say they haven't left a review, give them that card, commit them to leave a review. Okay. You can make it part of the staff. You could have just the managers do it, whatever. Right. But, uh, that is going to accelerate the number of reviews you're going to get. And if you're scared that everybody's going to leave something bad, you can set that up in a way where people that say they had a good experience are immediately taken to leave a review. Those that say they had a bad experience, you try to preempt that and say, maybe like, Hey, you know, contact me here, my, here's my phone number, or here's my email or both. We want to make this right. And then uh, if you want to be kosher with Google and others, you can also put right under that. Here's where you could leave a review if you'd rather do that. I, I don't necessarily say do that, but uh, supposedly your violence policies, if you make the experience too different between happy customers and unhappy customers, but it's also good to preempt and know if somebody's unhappy, right? Um, you can also have right next to your cash registers, a join my list for something offer, right? So they could scan a QR code, they could text, you know, a number, and then they can get an immediate offer and show it to the cashier and get in into that. And you may not even have to offer something or mention what it's going to be. You could always train your staff at the, at the cashier to say, have you joined our list yet? If they say no, you could then say, this is what you can get. You can get that buy one, get one burrito right now, right? So those are some bonus things. And the reason I throw that in there is on Google Maps, that's going to increase the likelihood that you're going to show in the top three results for somebody searching, whether it's burritos or tacos, right? Because you got to accelerate the number of reviews. You got to get them talking about what what uh, they actually did or had, the service they received, and they got to be positive. And of course, the, the added benefit of actually accelerating the number of reviews as it starts bearing those unhappy reviews and increases your overall star rating, right? So that's so this basic plan would just be like, let's do something to build them on our list. Let's do something to get reviews. And, uh, you know, we're building that list through Facebook ads and actually at our store location because we're taking advantage of the fact that we have a local location that they come into, right? Why wouldn't you take advantage of that? So let's go look at the nitty gritty of like individual ads. Okay. So I've, I've gone out, I've done the leg work for you. Trust me. There's not a lot of great restaurant advertising going on Facebook right now, but here's an example of five napkin burger. And they have understood that the purpose of this buy one, get one awesome, amazing looking, delicious looking hamburger uh, is to get people on that list so that I can remarket to them. Uh, by, you know, sending out an email or a text and get them in. Obviously, you want, don't want to do it too often or you won't see the bump in sales. I've talked to several restaurant owners. It just depends. you got to fill it out on your own list. It might be only reach out to them twice a month to get the bump. 
It might be four times once a week. You know, it just depends. Or you might uh, do offers, you know, two or three times a month. Um, but you do other cool stuff like say, hey, we're having a uh, music night tonight or an event or a giveaway or, you know, some other things, right? So I like this offer because it's a buy one, get one. But this is the most important part. This is the part where everybody fails. Get offer. See how it says get offer right here? And if I click that, it takes me to a place where they have to fill out the information to get that offer. In this case, they're only asking for the email. I think that's a little short-sighted, but still better than 99% of the ads I see out there. So here's another one. This one's actually taco specific, you know, Mexican restaurant-ish, fast food. And so you can see that they, they've got several ads here and they're always advertising something that looks delicious, like quesadilla or whatever. And then it says, learn more or see menu. All right. And then when I click through it, it's multiple steps, um, you know, because they're not targeting it by region, which is a, a, a huge mistake. So it's multiple steps, like put in your zip code. And then it's like C menu by location, it gives you a boatload of location, looks really ugly. And then there's like get offers. And if you click that get offers, then it says you got to give me your email or something to, to see these awesome, amazing offers. Okay. So maybe that makes a little more sense. And I'm all for like sometimes letting people get stuff without having to subscribe or mentioning it on your Facebook or whatever. But when you're actively spending money to get somebody to come to your store or location or join your, you know, you need them to join your list. It's too expensive otherwise, in my opinion. You can get a ton of foot traffic. I've talked to multiple business owners doing restaurants and stuff. And, you know, they'll they'll sometimes be like groups in your region where there's like a, you, you pay two, $300, they text it out to the group, they come in, you get a ton of foot traffic, but then that it, it doesn't, the bump doesn't keep coming. You know what I mean? It's because the list is owned by those other people. You're not reaching out to them anymore. They came in, they got their one-time offer, they did a group on, but when they did the group on, if they wanted to maximize that group on, they could have then got people on the list, give them something extra. If, with the group on if they join the list. Okay. Cause now you're, you already know they care about promotions, but you're then activating them on your list. Okay. So these guys do it wrong. Um, and then just, just for fun, there's a tool called SpyFu out there where you can search different businesses and see what their top performing ads are. And I just wanted to demonstrate in essence, uh, this same restaurant doesn't get it. New Carnitas street tacos. Okay, come in, basically get these tacos. There's no offer. There's no promotion there. There's no reason why you should come in versus their competitors. It at least lets you know that there's something new. But on Google ads, eh, probably not worth the money to be spent to bring them in. Now, one thing I definitely didn't cover very well is just this idea of remarketing. And uh, that's something I mentioned in the book. If you're getting a certain threshold of people coming to your website, like on Facebook, I think right now the threshold's a thousand visitors a month, then you can activate the, the same offer ads, or you can try different types of ads too, to bring people back to your website or back to your offer to subscribe to get it, right? And that's usually where I tell people to start, but most people don't have that much traffic coming to their website. 
So they can't start with the low hanging fruit and benefit from it. So I'm helping you see more from like the, let's go out and get new people. And of course there's other advantages to Facebook ads. I'm not showing you how to create one right now, but when you're targeting, for instance, I was talking to a restaurant owner. I live in a college town. He doesn't want to reach out to college students because he doesn't see the value in spending maybe five, 10 bucks to acquire somebody on his list or whatever it's going to be for him when we start. If they're a student, because they're only going to be here for at most four years right? And there's going to be months when they're not even around and they might want to get off the list or they might train themselves, I guess, to, to ignore it because, oh, I'm not in town, right? And so luckily for him, only 15% or so of his customer base is students, even though it's a huge college town. So he's got a lot of locals coming to his place, which is great. Uh, but he can actually target or we can target in the Google ads demographics. So we can say, hey, only reach people that are 25 or older or 26 or older, right? We can cut out a large majority of the college students by doing that if we want to. And uh, when you look at Five Napkin Burgers and a few others through that free Facebook ads library, um, you can see that they're serving a lot of that, that ad multiple times. So what are they doing? They're targeting multiple regions or they're targeting multiple demographics. They're saying, are the 18 to 25 year olds my target market or the 25, you know what I mean? They're targeting different stuff. They might even be trying multiple things on there. Like let's go for the most affluent people in the market. And that would make sense for a higher end burger restaurant, right? If you're a lower end taco place, you might not care about that or target the people that are the least affluent, you know, but playing with that will get your costs down to acquire those people on your list. Right. So which is pretty cool. So I also wanted to mention just that, um, if you join the fixmarketer.com slash bonus community, then you can get access to the one page marketing plan. You can get notified when cool podcasts like this come out. Uh, I've got several great episodes already that are, are perfect for you to understand review strategy, more your website. How do you get more people to take action when they're on your website? Just some great stuff. Go to fixmarketer.com slash bonus to subscribe or go to fixmarketer.com slash podcast to get access to your favorite podcast channel or YouTube to access the show. And so I also wanted to give you just a couple bonus ideas here. Now I, I often write on LinkedIn. And so this is our article I've been working on here. So for restaurants, remember we mentioned people sometimes want to have it delivered and where I live, it's very cold <laughs> during the winter. And so DoorDash is going to charge you anywhere from like 15 to 22% of your, your sales order. Some restaurant owners jacked up the price on their, their uh, menu uh, a little bit to help compensate for that or have a limited menu for online ordering. I'm a fan of just try to have everything on there and try to, uh, you know, not raise the price if you can, but if you have to raise a 10, 15%, whatever you got to do, because some people are willing to pay that extra premium to have it delivered. And it's a big deal if you don't offer that. Right. And then I believe DoorDash is also allowing people to order and come in to pick it up and you're not charged anything for that. So that they're, I think the only one that does that. And then uh, Spotify ads is like radio ads, but you can then have that offer and allow people to click to it. And Spotify is the only one that will let you even try anything for like $500 or less. Uh, you go to Pandora or others, it's usually like, hey, you, you got to commit to $2,000, 
right? So I kind of like that more than the traditional radio because people are on their devices and they can click to then go fill out the information and get that offer. So I think that's a great place to try too next. Um, and then of course, referral and partner strategy programs. There's no reason why you can't have uh, other restaurants in town or a dessert place if you're a lunch place or a dinner place and you guys share each other's coupons, you know, one month and get the word out that way. Uh, there's no reason why you couldn't do some of these other things. Maybe it takes a little legwork, a little ingenuity, but could be completely free other than the materials and your time, right? So I hope in conclusion, you understand how to track this a little bit better. The general concept, you understand why offers make sense. And, you know, from Google ads to even Facebook, why you'd want to drive people that I hope you understand why you'd want to have that list of people so you could reach out to them and get them to come back into your store or think about you for your restaurant. Right. Um, so I hope this was helpful for you. Definitely tune in for more from Fix Marketer. This is Jason Weaver and thank you.